Welcome to the Cranial Closure Podcast, hosted by Matt Boutwell and supported by Bioplate. Listen as host Matt talks to experts from the Bioplate team about topics relating to medical engineering, industrial design, commercialization, and innovation. Success happens when performance, simplicity, and value meet. Bioplate works to equip neurosurgeons and their teams with the highest quality products and insights to meet their needs. The Cranial Closure Podcast brings together the stories of the people that make that happen. You're listening to the Cranial Closure Podcast. Here's your host, Matt Boutwell. Welcome in. We're talking about Bioplate, this time with Alan Sue and Thomas Hobson. Um, at the same time, you know, we've talked to Alan and Thomas a little bit separately, talking about Bioplate previously here and uh, talked about the company, talked about the culture, talked about the things that they do. And, you know, we're talking a little bit more about the the products and uh, and things of that a little bit later, start leading into that a little bit as we, we continue on and, um, you know, as we're, as we're talking here, guys, and, and we were talking earlier about quality, you know, we talked a little bit about quality materials and building value in that, in that first series. And we talked about, you know, employee engagement and having quality employees a little bit in that, in that second piece of it. Um, really seems like you're trying to create a culture here uh, for creativity uh, and quality. Sounds like, uh, it sounds like that's quite a challenge. How do you do that? Yeah, I think quality probably the first thing to a medical device company. Imagine this should be implanted be in a human body for his entire life. So quality is always the first thing to us. As I mentioned, Ted is uh, the, the, the previous founder, Ted Williams, Dr. Ted Williams is a great surgeon and a great scientist, but um, you know, he always liked to have a perfect product uh, you know, before uh, year 2012, Bioplate was our um, worldwide distributors. And I think Bioplate relied on Bioplate, uh, rely on Johnson Johnson too much. So in year 2011, Bioplate acquired Synthesis. And, you know, Synthesis used to be the uh, biggest uh, competitor of Bioplate. So about after acquisition, Johnson Johnson separated themselves uh, from Bioplate. It was like an earthquake to Bioplate. As Bioplate didn't have sales team at all. To build a sales team takes very long time. It's not easy. I think no patient can wait for you. So as a result, we got connect, disconnected to many customers in year 2012. But thanks for the unique product design and uh, good quality and good reputation. Most of the customers didn't like to leave Biopay thoroughly. For example, um, Johnson Johnson China uh, intended to play, replace Biopay product by Synthesis product. But most of surgeons say no to them. Instead, they would like to suggest Johnson Johnson to add one more product line into the hospitals. So, so the competitor a competition between um, Bioplay and Synthesis become very common afterwards. Bioplay survived dramatically. I think we need to thanks for the uh, good quality of Bioplate. It makes us um, uh, uh, get recovered after the separation from JNJ very quickly. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Alan is absolutely correct. In, in terms of quality throughout medical device, um, pro producing quality products is, is the, 
you know, it's a staple. Once you once you've established yourself as a quality provider, it's really hard to be supplanted by by the competition. And I, I would agree. Um, the quality of BioPlate products today is still remembered by physicians who have used the product in you know many years ago. And we come back and and they still remember and they like the product. The product performs as well today as it did, uh, you know, when it was founded. So it, it is a very, very uh, high quality product. And, uh, you know, the quality product certainly goes hand in hand with, with, uh, with employees, the way the product is developed and manufactured. We, we built a very high quality, uh, high quality, quality system around the products to maintain that high quality. And, um, and we hold, you know, we review that on a regular basis. So the quality is, has maintained. Uh, it's, been, it's been absolutely phenomenal to, to watch, to watch Bioplate endure over the years. Even as Alan said, without a sales force uh, for many years, uh, for some time in the US, customers still, still requested and use Bioplate products. So, and that's a testament to the quality. Yeah, and I think titanium uh, cranial fixation is still the golden standard for cranial uh, fixation. That's like an entry level. So based on the, the, uh, the, the con current connection with our customers, they all um, recognize our quality. Um, in near future, we will launch our new product very soon. I think it will help us to introduce our products to our customers and get adopted by them easily. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have a have a solid plan moving forward uh, for a lot of things. You know, let's talk about where BioPlate is today as a company because of that quality. Um, as you mentioned, you know, you know, there's a in this global marketplace, there's a lot of things changing right now, whether it's supply chains and employee chains. Like you guys are are, are weathering that. How is that? How are you guys able to do that? Yeah, I, I think from a, you know, speaking of supply chain, that has been a source of, uh, of constant concern since the, you know, kind of the, the middle of the pandemic or as, as, as we started to return to work on a, on a, on a more regular basis. Um, and I say we, I use that a little very loosely because Bioplay never really stopped I mean, throughout the pandemic we provided product to hospitals and, and by the nature of the product it was required so we continue to do that and i will say uh, we're, we're, we've been very fortunate that the supply chain has not uh, it, it had it has had an effect on our ability to provide some product but not substantially i i don't think there's a customer who have that we've not been able to supply maybe a little slow at times, but we have been able to meet all the demand for product. So the supply chain, I think our team has done a very nice job of, of preparing BioPlay uh, early on in the pandemic, looking to the future and, and trying to understand and predict, you know, what's going to be needed. Because in the, in the middle of that process, Bioplate moved from LA to Orange County, and we were predicting some slowdown at that time in our ability to manufacture. So serendipitously, 
it was a great opportunity for us to build excess inventory, to continue supplying customers. So I think our supply chain has done a, a remarkable job in, in terms of making sure product is available for our customers. Uh, I think our um, mission is to help patients. So our service to the hospital, to the patient cannot be paused at any time. So first of all, uh, our target is um, always have more than one uh, suppliers for each product. Then we can switch easily between uh, our vendors. And um, besides, we also have more than enough inventory to prevent uh, any, uh, prevent for the worst case, because uh, as I mentioned, our service cannot be paused. So we would rather to have uh, um, uh, our financials looks very bad, but that's not our main, our, our mission is to help patients. So it's worthwhile to have bigger than we need inventory. It's, it sounds about right. And you guys, you know, you guys really kind of summed up there, you know, just with that explanation of that, about where Bioplate is today as a company. You have a solid foundation for, for quality and reliability. And, you know, that moves you forward. I know you guys are very concerned about the future of Bioplate. You know, you, you both talked about it in your individual episodes. You know, what do you see next uh, for Bioplate uh, as we kind of move forward here? Well, um, great question. I, we, you know, we mentioned earlier that I think Bioplate is on a solid foundation with our titanium cranial plating system, but we are looking to the we're looking to the future with, you know, with our sights on innovating in this space. And consequently, we have uh, partnered with a company, Osteopore. And just to talk a little bit about that partnership, uh, Osteopore has designed and um, created a product that is 3D printed. And it's, um, it is a product that is currently used in, in various fashions in the medical device industry, primarily in suture. So when you have suture and some suture are bioresorbable, means that they resorb the body, you know, the body absorbed that suture over time. So, and they, uh, uh, Osteopore has designed a product that will allow, it's, it's printed, 3D printed, um, and they customize that by size for patients that product is implanted in the cranium or in the skull when a surgeon you know, has to remove a part of the bone to enter the, enter the brain. And when they do that, there are spaces left, right? Between what we call the flap, which is the portion of the bone that they remove, the surgeon removes that and he needs to replace it. Well, when he replaces that bone, there are spaces between the skull and this flap. Uh, osteopore has created a product that will fill the space and we call it a, a, a bone void filler. It will fill the space. And over time it allows, it will, it will resorb. The body will absorb that. But what happens over time, bone grows into this, uh, it's a scaffolding, uh, effect. So when they 3d print it, it's printed as a scaffold that allow blood vessels and allow bone to regrow and regenerate. So after a, about 18 months or so, the patient has their, their natural bone there and no foreign material. 
Um, and we look at this as a as a as a significant step forward. Others are using material to fill those voids, but it's always a foreign material there, either metal or some type of cement. It's never the patient's natural bone. So we think we have a technology here that we are giving to uh, primarily patients, as Alan said, you know, patients are our primary concern. Right. And if we can give them a product that is easily used by a surgeon, um, it's very easy to use. And long term, it serves the patient well because the patient is left with their natural, you know, with their natural anatomy, if you will, natural bone. So we feel really good about where we're going with osteopore. Yeah. And uh, we are also expanding our product portfolio. Uh, we are going to launch some neuroclosure products very soon. Our target is to become the expert on neuroclosure in short term. Of course, we also have some uh, hydrocephalus management project, uh, which I think in long term, uh, I hope we can become one of the um, suppliers with four product lines. Guys, I want to thank you uh, so much for the time you took here with me today. Uh, both Alan and Thomas talked about this and uh, talking about Bioplate and the future Bioplate. You know, today as a company and what's next and some of the things that you guys have going on. Looking forward to episode four, uh, getting into to more of the, the technical stuff and some of the products and uh, really kind of breaking that down. Uh, you guys are doing really good work. And uh, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing this stuff with us. Thank you, Matt. It's good to be with you. You've been listening to the Cranial Closure Podcast, presented by Bioplate. On behalf of our guest today and host Matt Boutwell, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our LinkedIn page, linkedin.com slash company slash Bioplate. That's linkedin.com slash company slash Bioplate.